You're listening to Leaving Treadmarks, an Ascent Leadership Podcast, part of the Sir Wilfrid Laurier School Board. You need leaders that kind of show the way with their actions, maybe a few words, maybe a meeting. Actions speak the louder and the loudest, in my opinion, in terms of work I think I was talking about. But leaders are what makes great teams, in my opinion, from, from the things I read and in the best books that from the best leaders in the world from either sports to to the military to to biggest organizations and 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 companies you know in the world leadership is is so huge and systemizing how you work it just eliminates mistakes and everybody welcome to leaving treadmarks i'm daniel johnson i work with the swarford lawyer school board today we got to talk with zach vucali who is a professional athlete. He is a goaltender. He's a gold medal champion. He's a Memorial Cup champion. Uh, and he's a great guy. And he had some great insights. I was joined on this episode by leadership alumni, Yanni. Yanni, what are you up to? And what did you learn from this podcast with Zach? Yes, hi. Um, I am, I'm studying actuarial mathematics at Concordia University here in Montreal. And from this podcast, Zach was really showing how working pays off and working smartly pays off that much more. Work on values in his life in order to build character, wherein that character he's building is fruitful for his leadership endeavors. We're here with Zach Fucali, who is a goaltender, professional hockey player. Uh, he is a 2012 Ivan Hinka Under-18 Memorial Tournament gold medalist. He is a QMJHL President Cup champion, Memorial Cup champion 2013, CHL Memorial Cup All-Star team, the Paul Dumont Trophy in 2013 and 14, Jacques Plante Memorial Trophy for the QMJHL Best Goals Against Average, a double IHF World Under-20 gold medal champion, and all all-star team Spangler Cup. Uh, Zach, thanks for coming. Thanks for being part of our, our podcast. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's quite the introduction. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. We're also here with Yanni, who's uh, a leadership alumni, and uh, he's going to be asking a lot of questions today. That's Dude. right. That's good, right. good to be talking to you, Yanni. Thank you very much, Zach. Appreciate it. And thank you, for, like, uh, like Daniel uh, said, thank you so much for being here. Um, it's you into playing hockey. Oh, man. Uh, well, that's, that's a good question. I think you, my parents would be able to answer that. What actually got me into it? I remember, I think I, I started speed skating around, you know, with, with the long blades right. before. I, that's how I actually started skating, I think, before I actually okay. played hockey. And then I, uh, I remember I just watched a lot of hockey on TV as a kid. And then I just started playing because my buddies were going to play as well. So it was kind of a, we played soccer and then we all moved to hockey and then we all, you know, same group of buddies that actually went to Rosemary High School. All, all of my friends went to Rosemary High School. Um, we played a soccer in the summer together and then hockey in the winter together. So it was a big group like that. And about five, six years old, started as a little player. And then uh, starting the second year, somebody didn't show up, and then I, I started being a goalie. So ever, everything else uh, from there is kind of history for me. That's how it started. So this is like a call-up position then in this case, that you're saying uh, someone didn't come in. Well, so basically how, how it happens, kind of funny story, because 
uh, one of my buddy's dads, he knew I kind of liked Marty Berdur and the equipment and the masks and pads and stuff. And this, this, I'm only six, seven years old at the time. I, I can't even know, remember exactly. But at the end of the year, we had kind of an all-star. Everybody participated in it, but it was like a miniature all-star game where they, they made a special presentation for the last game of the year of our first hockey season. So they made a special presentation and uh, the goalie couldn't make it that day. And uh, my buddy's dad, he knew, he knew I liked the goalie. So he came up to me and said, hey, Zach, do you want to go strap on the pads? And we're, we're going we're gonna to give you a shot at being a goalie. I said, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I'll do it. And uh, next thing you know, I, 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 I strapped the goalie pads on top of my player pads. And I played, uh, uh, yeah, and I played that day. And uh, <laughs> I loved it. So the next season, I showed up as a, as a goalie full time. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's quite the situation there. It's certainly not yeah. typical. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just tried it and liked it, and that's it. That's the rest is history. Well, that's that's very. A lot of people try uh, don't necessarily try things and for like certain reasons, and then they would they didn't they don't end up knowing that that's what they really like to do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very exactly. important that you take certain steps like that and try new things. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned Rosemere, right? So you start. You were raised in Rosemere. Yep, oh, man, I, I lived three houses down from Rosemont High School. Right I on. walked uh, I walked my whole elementary to McKeg. Um, yeah, I, I barely rode the bus except when I I, I went to Say Gabriel for for hockey. You know, I had to go there for hockey. I even went to Lestona Sakikara down the road um, in in French as well. So I was lucky to live close to the schools, and I grew up in Rosemary. Love it. It's it's one of my favorite places in the world. So, yeah. Very, very cool. So, um, in which case, you started in Rosemary, and mm -hmm. now you, you're obviously, in, um, when it comes to your career, you're in a, a different place than being a student. So, did you have any stepping stones? Um, and I'm thinking very much, you were in the N uh, AHL, you were uh, prospected for the NHL with the Habs. So, can, uh, maybe if you can get into a little bit of, um, from one place to the next, how mm -hmm. you transitioned your career. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, played junior uh, four years before touring pro. Uh, I played uh, three and a half years in Halifax with the Mooseheads, and that was that was an amazing experience. I learned a lot. I loved being there, and then I played with the Quebec Ramparts for half a year. And uh, once my junior career was finished, I decided to put school on hold. I, I ended up going to St. Mary's University in in, in Halifax. For, for the time I was there, and uh, once I turned pro, I decided that that was going to be my priority. And uh, so I played in the HL, and, and, and then afterwards I played in the ECHL with the Habs affiliate teams. And uh, had a little bit of some time up with the big club. I didn't get to play an actual game, but I backed up a few. It's a great experience, you know, dream come true that I was... I grew up in, in the area, and then I was uh, sitting on the bench back up to guys like, you know, Mike Condon, Kerry Price... You know, so this uh, was quite the experience for me. And then um, uh, three years uh, into my pro career, it was time to uh, renegotiate contracts. And then I decided to go, uh, actually, Montreal didn't re-sign me, so I had the chance to go to Vegas. Um, I signed with the Golden Knights for a year, played in their farm system uh, with the Fort Wayne primarily, and then uh, Chicago Wolves as well in the AHL. And um, after that season was uh, last year. So... I went to uh, Tampa Bay for camp 
and signed with the Syracuse Crimson AHL and uh, played the majority of the year in Orlando, which is a gorgeous place in Florida. I had a lot of fun and uh, finished in Munich in the DEL, which is in the Dutch High League in um, Germany. And uh, here I am now. I, I, I was a free agent, and uh, the next couple of days I should should get the uh, the call for uh, my next uh, my next adventure going into Europe again. I I, I think I'm going to go back and play in Europe. It's going to be interesting. That's outstanding. Good luck. Fingers crossed. Um, so with respect to with respect to this journey, um, obviously it takes a lot of training and a lot of discipline to. Um, to transition in such a way and to, to have a, a to culture a career like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So what, what, uh, how was that training experience like? Do you have any habits, methods, uh, or any other, uh, things that you did during this time that you feel contributed to your success? I think that the thing that comes to mind for me was when I first turned junior, um, I went to Halifax and started working with it really high-end goalie coach and Eric Raymond, which I'm, I'm very, very good friends with right now, uh, still uh, after eight years of, uh, ago since I started my junior career. Uh, but before that, you know, you have goalie coaches and you work a certain way and, and um, every year sometimes you kind of change. It can change. Your goalie coach can change here and there and, and there's not much of that um, continuity over time with the same goalie coach. So once I did start junior, that's for me, that's where I started training different. And by different, I mean, I started systemizing how I was actually approaching games mentally, how I was approaching them physically, how I was playing different pucks in different, different situations. Because before I, I, I was just playing, having fun, playing on skill. You know what I mean? There was no system in place to, to, to kind of eliminate my mistakes and, that's when I started, I started developing that when I was with Eric. And I think that's contributed, contributed uh, an insane amount to up to now because the first little kind of adjustments I made were at 16, 17 years old without really knowing it, but I started systemizing how I was working and over time became very, very efficient and and uh, I've had some tough times, obviously. I wasn't always the best um, at, at applying my own system. But over time, I became better and more consistent. And that was because of the training. And, and I learned how to train with Eric and my off-ice coach, Marc-Andre Wilson. I've been, I think this is my 10th, 10th year I'm working with him. So the continuity, I think, is a, a really important factor which to me creates that kind of momentum over time where you create good habits and a good system and those habits, they just, it's kind of a snowball effect. You know, you start small and the next thing you know, you pile it on and you pile it on and, and then you're off to the race. You're tough to stop after a while, but it takes a lot of time. And to me, the word system and being systematic is, is, is huge for me. And as a goalie, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a good experience in learning how to systemize you know goaltending for for myself. Okay, and you mentioned uh, with with what you just said, you mentioned um, having to have a certain mindset going into it. You mentioned that you have to train uh, and with a, with a certain momentum that you want to build for yourself. And this is what's mm-hmm. making me want to ask: um, 
in relation to your the mind, body, and the spirit, how did you go ahead and because um, you're mentioning syst- systemizing your training, mm-hmm. how did you incorporate these elements into your system to train? Um, that's that's a real good question, and they're all they're all tied together, and you know, like mind, body, and spirit is so huge. And yeah, we train physically, we train really hard on the ice, we do repetition, and that's all physical stuff. But mentally, I did work with some amazing mental skills coach. You know, I worked with Matt Calderoni in the last four four, four years. Uh, through, I say, I say three years with Matt Calderoni, Mind Body Fusion. Actually, he his whole company is called Mind Body Fusion. You know, so uh, you guys added the spirit there, and it's really important to learn how to act off the ice off the training and how you are at home these these are all things that make a difference in in your career and i i i didn't really know how that was affecting me at a younger age but with experience with time with learning from great people with learning from 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 different experiences and having different perspectives from people telling me hey you know Maybe this is what happened, uh, you know, mentally. This is this is how you react, and maybe maybe reacting this way, this is the better way to go. Let's try that, you know. So it has been a challenge to connect that mind, body, and spirit all together. But I tell you what, with 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 time and experience, you realize that once you have those three dialed in, and once you 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 have a good routine, good habits, to 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 stay healthy in all three of those aspects, well, you you you're gonna have success over time. And here's maybe more of uh, an, a, a, a summarizing question for this. Do you feel like this was worthwhile? Do you think? Do you think? Do you feel it paid off to you, for you? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's helped me. It's helped me in my hockey career as a goaltender. Yes, but it's helped me at home. You know what I mean? Like it's helped me in just my everyday life. Like these are things that. This is kind of the, the the gift of sports, you know, because you learn so much about character and about yourself and about different aspects of your life that you're gonna need later on or whatnot, like teamwork and and all these things. Like sports is is just such. It's kind of like the gift that keeps on that keeps on giving. You know what I mean? You you can get so much from it. I'm real grateful. I, I've I've had the journey I've had. Been to some beautiful places in the world because of hockey. But also I've learned from great people. You know, I've, I've learned from some of the best players in the world um, and, and best professionals that help the best players in the world. So it's, it's just been a great journey for me, and, and I'm definitely not done yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still a young man, just turned 25. I've got a lot left to give, a lot left to learn. But it's been, it's been a real nice uh, learning process for me. It's been quite the journey. That's incredible. Congratulations on uh, this. This is very, very well said. Um, so I have questions about uh, the Memorial Cup. So Memorial Cup sure. is uh, a storied tradition in Canada. Um, yes, sir. And uh, it's impressive to win one. And you did it with the Halifax Mooseheads. What was that like? Tell us a bit about that journey. Oh, that was an amazing, amazing season from start to finish, to be honest. That whole year was kind of it went by so fast we had such a great team um but the interesting part about it all is that nobody really mentioned the memorial cup during the season well internally i'm talking inside the team we knew it was you know kind of the goal in the end but nobody really mentioned it you know 
um, I guess the coaching staff did a good job keeping us focused in the moment. And it, it was real good for us to, to enjoy the whole season without thinking of Memorial Cup. And then at some point we turn around and we're there. And we're facing, you know, the WHL champions and the OHL champions. And these are some big, big teams. And, and you can, if you look in the history books, you'll see that a lot of those players are now playing in the NHL and on a regular basis. And uh, it was uh, it was quite the experience. It was in Saskatoon, so we had to travel quite a bit to get there. And all of our families were there. And the whole experience was wild, man. We, 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 we all... It's a short-term tournament, really high in intensity, and I'm lucky I was a part of that. It was just an awesome experience. You've been on, on the world stage a few times, representing Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, Spangler Cup, I, I love watching the Spangler Cup during the holidays. Oh, I loved playing it. It was it's amazing. I, I've been lucky to be in three of those. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, what, what, is it like? what is it like to wear that jersey and be on that team? Well, Spangler's totally different, right? Because Canada makes it – fully a family type thing because most of the guys have to travel and, and, and you don't have a, a break for Christmas anymore. You know, you give up that break to be uh, on the Spangler Cup team. It's during Christmas and New Year's. It finishes on pretty much New Year's Day. And um, this year, just to give you an idea how family friendly the whole tournament is, Canada had a crew of 170 people or so. So that's, including the players, we had all the wives, girlfriends, kids. There were kids running around like you wouldn't believe, and parents are coming out, and, and it was just such a big crew. But what it made was for an amazing atmosphere to just play some hockey, and, and, and it just made it so much fun. And you're in the Swiss Alps on Christmas, you know, and, and it's snowing. It's just – it's kind of like a dream, man. It's, it's really cool. Uh, to be a part of that. The, the rink is full nonstop. It's been sold out for years for that tournament. And loud like a soccer game with drums and trumpets. And it's completely different than here in North America. But it's, it's a great event, first of all, because all the families are there. Second of all, because you're in the Swiss Alps, which, you know, it's not too bad, you know. Uh, you, you go up there in the mountains, it's just surreal. Um, and the hockey's just great. You know, you play against some 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 real high-end talent like in the KHL, Swiss League, Bell. Uh, this year there was a, a Finnish team. It was a Finnish team, Czech team too. So, man, it, it, it's, quite the, it's quite the experience. Speaking of teams, you're representing Team Canada when you go there. Mm -hmm. Elaborate, if you, if you can, elaborate on uh, what that means to you and um, any emotions that partake in that? Oh, man, there's, there's a lot of pride involved in that. And, 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 and to, be, to be picked on a team like that, a short-term tournament, there's a lot of hockey players that have a Canadian passport that can be a part of that, that are eligible to be a part of that. There's a lot of people, a lot of players in the world that, that can play at a high level. So when you're picked for any tournament, whether it's under 18, under 20, uh, Spangler Cup World Championship. It is a privilege, and you feel that. And 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 I feel so lucky to be to be uh, taken for those things. Um, three times is 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 a lot, and I've had I've had that chance, and I, I feel really lucky. I feel really really proud of of that to to have that chance to represent Canada, and that's huge. Uh, we know how important it is. Uh, 
in, in, in our country, you know, just playing hockey, how, how representative it is to be Canadian, but to represent the actual flag, that's, that's special, man. And, and I feel really lucky and humbled that I, I get that chance every now and then. I, I'm wondering, being a goaltender, you're, you're the most unique position on the entire team. Uh, and so how do you deal with, with adversity? Um, the weight of the game is on your shoulders. Sometimes it feels like that. Um, you're down a couple goals. Uh, how do you, how do you anchor the team? How do you hold that net? And what can you tell aspiring goaltenders that, that try to find their face? That's uh, my perspective on that has changed and kind of evolved over time. It was a little bit more nonchalant, uh, younger and more, uh, you know, laissez aller, like, uh, whatever happens, happens type when I was younger. But I, I, I have a little bit more of an intensity to me when I'm in the net now, uh, mentally. And that helps me to, to keep focus on, on my system. And I think you, you are right when it is very unique position. There, is, there could be a little extra sometimes that rests on your shoulders when, you know, a mistake as, as a goaltender kind of costs a lot, you know. Kinda, you you got to pay cash as a team when, when the goalie makes a mistake, you know what I'm saying? So how you kind of deal with that, everybody deals about it differently. But personally, I find when I completely focus on my system, I, that's where I feel confident and I trust that because I know it works and I've done it over a long period of time and I've practiced it a lot. So all of those little anxieties and doubts that they just go away, they melt away because you're just focusing on the something that you're, you're, you're totally in control of. And that's the system you're, you're, you've been working on for years, you know, so for me, it has three, four, five points max, and, and I keep repeating those over and over and over. And that's how I deal with it, and that's how I stay calm because at the end of the day, I trust that system so much that it's not a problem anymore for me. So um, in those big moments I'm talking about. But there is that intensity where at some point you could just get so focused, so dialed in, so zoned in that, that everything else – after on the sides kind of melts away and you're just focused on that puck and, and the game and, and uh, your body just flows into it. And it's just great. It's one of the best feelings in the world as athletes will tell you when you're just so focused and so, so dialed in that you don't notice the crowd, you don't notice anything. And it's some of those moments that, that you love to play, but how you deal with that, it's, it's a little bit personal, but for me, all about, focusing on something that's really small and I control and that's that's my system I call it my system makes sense it's a lot like life get overwhelmed thinking yeah the whole, the whole game and you're not responsible for it yeah um, and then you just break it down and it's most simple simple way of looking at it and you just do your job and at the end of the day once you just focus on your job well everybody does that well you got a nice well-oiled machine you know what I'm saying so it's 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 good I wanted you to ask you about uh, character. You talked about it a little bit earlier, but how important is it? Like um, as a professional athlete, there's a certain branding that goes in being, being on, in the spotlight and being an athlete, people see you uh, and you're, you're being scouted and there's organizations looking at you and you're representing organizations. How important is character? I think it's really important. And, and you say, you, you said it well, you, you mentioned it. 
you don't just represent yourself. You know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes about being part of a team. And, um, there's, there's just a way you have to, to be thinking nonstop of helping your team. And sometimes at the end of the day, it's a little bit bigger than you, uh, as a little individual, you know, I do understand it's a business and every player will market himself and, and, and herself. Um, and I understand there's a lot of money involved in all that, but personally I find I have the most success when I'm always focused on something that's bigger than me and helping the team in, in, a, in a bigger way than just, just me, you know? So usually that's how, when I, when I feel I perform my best is, is when I just think, I don't think about myself. I think about the whole kind of like, big picture of our team, how I can fit into that. Um, but character is super important because everybody, everybody goes through some tough times. Everybody goes through and, and teams go through some tough times too. And it's, it's, it's good leaders. It's good. It's a good mindset. It's a good character that will maybe just spark something and, and just say something or, or not say something, you know, like there's so much that goes into that. Um, a lot of lessons that I've learned from, from veteran players and, and good professionals. And um, if you were to talk to younger players and younger players listening to, to this podcast, we have a lot of student athletes and a lot of different hockey programs. What would you say are the top three qualities that a hockey player needs to develop if they're dreaming about a pro uh, career? Hmm. Top three qualities for me, I'd like, let's say I was going to pick somebody on my team. Uh, I want somebody that's, that has a good work ethic. You know, your work ethic, it speaks volumes, you know, if, if to your teammates, to your coaches, that's, that's something that you need. If you want to make it to the pros, you need to have a work ethic because there's so many people in the world that play hockey and they're good at it. Sometimes a work ethic will put you over the edge at the end of the day. And um, that's, that's huge. You, 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 had, you have to have that belief in yourself uh, and your ability. And I'm going to say, because I'm a goalie, but you need to have a solid system that you created that, that fits you. It's not, it's not about what Henrik Lundqvist or Pecorino or Carey Price does. I got caught in that trap thousands of times watching uh, Carey Price and, and, you know, I worked with, with some, some real good goalies, Marc-Andre Fleury. And then this year was Andre Vasilevs, but you, you, you had to, you have to kind of eliminate the things that don't matter and, and focus on, on, on something that's a little bit smaller to keep you in line. And that to me is working on my system nonstop and that's making me more efficient over the time, over time. And, uh, so, so to recap, I think it's your work ethic is huge. Your belief in yourself, that, that, that factor, that confidence, you need to build that and it takes time, but it kind of goes with systemizing how you play. That's going to build confidence over time uh, because you're going to realize that, the more you work on those three, four things that you're really good at, well, the more value you can bring with that over time to your team. No, it's great. Work ethic, belief in yourself, and having a system that works for your style of play that works for you. Yes, and yes, it, that's well said. It's a great foundation. 
That's great. I want to ask you one last question. I want to ask you about teams and teamwork and team cohesion. And yep. uh, I think in life, you're always on teams that are sometimes great. And a lot of time needs a lot of work and maintenance to become great. Uh, um, my question is like, what has your experience been like that with that? And then how do you as an individual contribute to a cohesive team all moving in the same direction towards a common goal? Right. Okay. So I've been lucky because I've seen both sides of that picture. I've, I've been on teams where we finished last and I, I've been on teams where we won tournaments and, and we won some big, big events. And, and I've seen, I was part of a team this year for just a couple of weeks in the Dell where these guys finished, they won their league. So they finished first during the season. There was no playoffs this year, unfortunately, but I did get to witness and, and learn from their team dynamic. And, and I've learned a lot. I've read a lot about this. Uh, and it's leadership, you know, that's, you need people. It's not just one person. It, it could be, it could be everybody, but you need leaders that kind of show the way with their actions, maybe a few words, maybe a meeting. Actions speak the louder and the loudest, in my opinion, in terms of work ethic I was talking about. But leaders are what makes great teams, in my opinion, from, from the things I read and, and the best books that from the best leaders in the world, from either sports to, to the military to, to biggest organizations and, 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 and companies, you know, in the world, leadership is, is so huge and systemizing how you work. It just eliminates mistakes. And, and keeping everybody accountable is, is huge. And, um, yeah, to me, those, those are the main things. If a team has a solid system, they work behind and they believe in it and they work it with it. It's, it's tough to beat. You, you just limit mistakes by having a good system and leaders. Well, they kind of, they kind of deal with those mistakes in better ways. And that's how they evolve. And, and, and become better than other teams that make the same mistakes because we're all human. We all make the same mistakes, right? Like we all think we're special, but we all make the same mistakes. We all think the same things, you know, we're all, the, we're all the same. But in the end is who's going to be the better leader to lead a team in the right direction through those same mistakes, you know, because there's certain reactions you can have to a mistake and whether you take the good route is up to the leaders of the, the team or organization or squad or, or sometimes nothing happens. And that's when you see teams that don't have as much success. Tell us about your new business. Yeah. So, so living Sisu, man, thanks for asking. This is, this is new. I've been working on it with um, a few uh, kind of goalie coaches that we, we were working together with Paramount Hockey. And he came up with this idea, Olivier Gervais. And he got me really interested in the whole concept. So if, if, you, if you've done your little research on what the, the word Sisu means, Sisu is from Finnish origin, so from Finland. And it means courage, determination, tenacity, uh, inner, inner strength, inner will, um, all these things, grit, guts, you know what I mean? So it, it's a whole concept of words and, and meaning. Uh, that that originates from Finland, and to 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 him it was super interesting, and he, he really, um, you know, got me interested in the whole concept. 
because every single word I was telling you just now, I mean, these are all things you, you need in sports and, and you need that to, to succeed. And, and that's why I was interested. I kind of was, I gravitated toward that. Like I was about and, to say that, that, that sounds like uh, what you're mentioning about building character in sport. This, these, these words that you just mentioned yeah, directly and, and falls into place. Exactly. That. It's a whole yeah. concept of, of the Sisu. And you're, you're a Montreal Canadiens fan. I, can, uh, I could see the, the, that's the right. scoreboard on the top. Yeah, so you remember Saku Koivu, Saku Koivu, when he overcame his cancer back, back when we were younger, mm-hmm. there were a few articles that back then I, I didn't know of, but now if you look for them, you'll find them. Um, they talked about Saku Koivu being, you know, having that Sisu mindset, the Sisu of, of Saku Koivu. And that's the whole concept. And that's when he learned a little bit about it. And, and here we are. So basically the whole concept with living Sisu, uh, we want to help activate people's lifestyle. We want to, we want sport and physical activity and health and wellness to be accessible to as many people as possible. That's what we want to do. And, and how we do that is we connect people to the best sports products, brands, and, and professionals, events, uh, experiences, so that o- overall we kind of elevate everybody in our community and, and to just have an active lifestyle. That's, that's our thing. We want to promote the, what, what Sisu represents. And, and, and all in all, if we can create a great community that you know, wants to be active, want to activate people lifestyle, people's lifestyle, I mean, that's, that's the whole point of our thing. And, and we're going to have a, a healthy community, healthy society. And, and, and in the end, we're going to have a, a nice little community to, to kind of connect with, you know, with living Sisu. Wow, like I can see you're very passionate about this. It's ve- it's very cool. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite the quite the the new project. Uh, yeah. A lot of work put into it, and uh, yeah, it's really exciting. I got the chance to speak to some really really cool talented athletes. You know, uh, double Olympic gold medalist uh, uh, Alex Bilodeau on a live session, and and Mary Marieva Dikar, which is a pro boxer, she's world champ. And we, we, we had a, a rowing um, member of the Canadian team on uh, a couple of days ago. And so it's, it's just been really cool to talk to great people. And, and we have some really good partners and we're lining up some really good partners to kind of help us out in the, in the whole thing. And uh, we're working real hard so to create a nice little community. So hopefully you'll be part of the community real soon, brother. No, thanks, man. You know what? It's what a what a project. It's fantastic. I mean, this is something that already has me very interested right off the bat. Yeah. So very we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit later right away. But no, definitely. Uh, so I just bombarded amazing. you with all that information. Oh, well, you know what? I, I'm listening. I'm all ears. So it's <laughs> that's great. This is your new horizon, then, and you're gonna. I since you're looking for a prospect in Europe, I'm assuming then that you'll be working on this from Europe. So that's that's a good that's that's good to talk about because primarily I'm I'm a professional hockey player. That's that's my main focus. That's my main priority. And uh, the, the, my partners know that once the season starts, you know, my involvement in living Sisu is going to be a little bit smaller than it is here in the summer while I have all this time. You know what I mean? Like uh, my days now they consist of you know waking up and, and walking the dog, and then I I, I go train and I I. I the rinks are just opening now. So we get to go on the ice and I'm going to start preparing for my season. Um, and, but then in the afternoons, I, I have some time to, to do things like this and have good conversations, but also work on living CC. But 
once the season starts, it's a whole different animal. There's going to be a lot of travel involved. And yeah, I'm going to be involved, but not as much as um, I am now. So, uh, but my partners are fully aware of that. And uh, I'm going to keep my, my hockey career, uh, my main focus and priority, um, because that's, that's just how it is. I, I've got lots of time left in my career and, and living CISU is going to be something that I'm going to work on, but in a little bit smaller and more moderate amounts during the season. Right on. Okay. And um, you had mentioned uh, about CISU, this project. What, what platforms is it? What's the medium right now? What's the, the main medium of this? Right now, we're, we're using a lot of Instagram, especially the lives, uh, to, to, to get our word out. Uh, we have a, a web app that's really beautifully constructed, to be honest with you. Uh, our, our iOS and Android apps are just around the corner to be finished. Uh, should be a couple more weeks before those are live. But our web app is, is working fully functional, really good, easy to use kind of. And um, Feel free to, uh, link gonna, to say what the link is for everyone to Yeah, hear. well, so livingsisu.com. And Sisu is S-I-S-U. And uh, I, I, hope, uh, I hope we see you guys on there uh, checking out all the offers and great deals that we, we, we work with our partners. Um, but also we're going to be really working on giving information to people because that's what we want to be. We want to promote the CSU lifestyle. So it's going to be, um, we're going to be promoting a, a lot of different types of things to help you in that journey of activating your lifestyle. So uh, a podcast is in the works soon. Um, just like yours here, we're, we're going to have a podcast soon. Um, and right now we're just focused on getting as many as the great partners that have the same vision as us. So that's, uh, that's what we're, we're at right now. Outstanding. Okay. So just to, re to reiterate, you can find, um, Zach Fucali and his, uh, or this organization at living Sisu. And it's the same yes. type for Instagram as well. Uh, yeah. On Instagram is living.sisu. And, uh, yeah, you can find us there. And, uh, on my personal Instagram, you can just send me a message if you have a question about it. And, uh, I'm all ears, man. This is a great project and it, it stands for some great values. And in the end, I think it's going to really help our community get more active. And, uh, we hope to see, you know, some really cool events, uh, sponsored by living Sisu real soon. The links for living Sisu will be in the bio of this episode. No, this was, we'd like to thank you uh, because what we're doing now, yes, in the, in the moment it's a podcast, right? But this podcast is going to be heard, right? People are going to gain a new perspective. There's an entire effect that comes out of this. And in the same way, in a similar way that um, the, the, the Sisu project you are involved in right now um, is changing lives, right? It takes, it's change starts small, right? It's, 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 a, it's a podcast and then it works from there, you know? It's very important yeah. that um, we always, we talk about these experiences and we talk about what it, what it takes um, to build the leadership characteristics that will make us live in a, good, in a very good way. So for that, we, uh, we'd like to thank you. As, uh, thank you very and, much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No, and uh, it's, been, it's been a very, a very, uh, very insightful and memorable uh, podcast to host uh, so for that we'd like to thank you good luck with your future endeavors thank um, you sir thank you guys yeah. appreciate it and uh all the best with europe man good luck oh yeah i appreciate it it's gonna be a good yeah. adventure i'm looking forward to it thanks for listening 
You can find out more about Ascend Leadership at asl.swlsbcell.swlsb.ca. In partnership with Desjardins, Desjardins, Protect yourself, protect others, protect others. We are all connected.